0: well hi guys oh hi we're back we are back after a long hiatus happy new year happy new year i hope everyone's holidays were were fantastic fantastic um i really was tempted to do uh jean Bonnet. but that would have been a good holiday one but well maybe we'll do that another time Okay, Um, i'll be waiting yeah just keep that in the queue it's on deck Um, today's case, speaking of on deck, uh, today's case is actually, I don't know if you remember in the first episode when I mentioned that I hate hiking, I also mentioned that I will never go on a cruise. Do you remember that? Yes. Yeah. So today is when you learn why. We're going to talk about Amy Lynn Bradley, who is one of the more notable, um, and widely talked about, uh. Cruise ship disappearances.
1: Oh, cruise ship! An open
0: ocean cruise, man. I, I, yeah, I. I never. I never.
1: There's there's parts of it that sound like so intriguing. Like, yeah. You know, like a pool and like oh, those all inclusive ones. There's so many cool things and, and the shops food. and stuff and like the food. places you go.
0: It but sounds trapped, like a good time. Yeah,
1: trapped on a ship with strangers.
0: And if you hate them, you can't just jump off. No. So mm-hmm. I would. I could. I could fathom going on a river also, river you cruise.
1: Know, I saw the Titanic.
0: <laughs> you <laughs> I could, know. You could just die. I know what happens. Yeah, don't don't Dev, don't don't do an iceberg yeah. cruise for sure. They do those up north, like no, no, in uh, the icy weather. Yeah, that sounds like a terrible time. People are time.
1: so entitled.
0: Yeah. People people. <laughs> bold seriously. of you to go against the elements. Yeah.
1: Bold of you. <laughs> oh oh, you want to skydive? <laughs> yeah.
0: Bold of, you. And bold of you to think that humans were meant to do that <laughs> i'll stay <laughs> right crazy. here in my cave thank you thank you on dry land man yeah i could go on a river cruise because you could see the land ocean cruises would freak me out because well, you can't see cu- land
1: you know with a river cruise mm-hmm. there's only just like big old fishies
0: yeah and, and you could swim to gator, the you could swim to the shore where you pretty are. easy too yeah. yeah yeah assuming you don't get eaten well, by a sharks. gator no, no sharks, no whales. H- whales scare me more than sharks. Big. I don't know. No idea Big. why. Yeah. used to have a nightmare being trapped under a whale. I know oh, that does oh, not.
1: That's a listen. We can analyze
0: dreams. <laughs> I
1: love that stuff.
0: I love that stuff. That could be another podcast. Psychoanalyze. Ren- another po- spinoff podcast. Let's psychoanalyze Renee's dreams. Um, yeah, it's a weird one. It was a recurring one, too. Like, I was afraid and, and it developed my fear of whales. I have no actual reason to be afraid of a, them. I a recurring dream about a swamp. A swamp? Mm. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Were you trapped in the swamp?
1: Yeah. Well, like, I was, <sighs> you know, the gators were coming for me. Mm. It's probably a, like a loss of control. But yeah, yeah.
0: Like trapped. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Oh, I get it. Yeah. See, here we go. Psychoanalyzing okay, our go. dreams. Okay, Amy. Anyway. was a good time. Anyway, okay, so Amy Lynn Bradley. Amy. Let's talk about her for a second before we dive into the actual horrible case. Um, Amy Lynn Bradley was a cute little athletic, outgoing sweet heart of a girl. Um she was in her early twenties at the time that this story happens. Um but she grew up pretty well. She had a pretty functional family. Um she was highly observant. She was the type of kid to make everyone feel included. She was one of those, which is super I love that. You know, make sure everyone has a good time. Good heart. Yeah. She was um like I said, she was athletic. She played a lot of sports. Her favorite one was basketball. She even got a lot of scholarships for college for basketball. Yeah. Um, She grew up in Virginia. She graduated high school in 1996. And she wanted to go to school for physical education, which makes sense. Mm -hmm. Those active types usually want to go into something like that. Um, By the end of of college, of her undergrad, she wanted to get a master's in uh, sports psychology or open a sports bar. Okay. Two very different paths to take. Yeah. Um, But, you know. Both sport related. Both would be fun. And I could, you know, it sounds like she could be capable of doing either one. Yeah um when she was a senior in high school this part's uh important when she was a senior in high school she got a tattoo on her left shoulder blade of a tasmanian devil spinning a basketball you know like cute little looney like tunes yeah yeah, yeah.
1: Such a 90s tattoo cute little
0: well <laughs> she's fun she sounded yeah, fun yeah
1: she sounds like I'd, I'd hang out with
0: her yeah she has also she has a oh I can't even this one's really hard to describe it looks kind of like a Chinese character but I don't think it is um it's like a cross on top of um the letter m and then like a swoopy signal symbol like going down Uh, um anyway that's above her right ankle so she's got a few tattoos she's got a gecko lizard on her navel um she has a sun tattoo on her lower back and she has a navel ring she had a navel ring so like those are pretty notable features to keep in mind this
1: is late 90s early 2000s yeah. You had to have like one. Like, the
0: cool kid edgy. Yeah. You yeah. had to have one. Yeah. And yeah. Then you
1: wore, like, the crop tops so everyone can see.
0: I think it's fun to look at this in the context of what it sounds like her social life was. Like, she was that kid that you wanted to hate because she was so cool. But you also, like, because she wanted everyone to feel loved and involved, like, you couldn't hate her. Because yeah, she was be so friend, sweet. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. That's Amy Lynn Bradley. Such a sweetheart. In uh, March of 1998... Um, Ron Bradley, her dad, won a cruise from the insurance firm he worked for, Illinois, Illinois Mutual Life, which is interesting because they live in Virginia, but whatever. Um, he won a cruise for two. So he and his wife, Ida, could go. Um, but they're a really tight-knit family. So they both were like, well, why don't we just bring the kids, too? So they paid for two extra tickets for um, Amy and her brother, Brad. <laughs> Brad Bradley. Wait, wait, wait. Brad. brad bradley bradley, bradley, bradley. <laughs> no,
1: no his yes. full name bradley it's not bradley, bradley 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 why would they do that to him yeah
0: but he yeah mr
1: and is bradley that's like a
0: comic book character bradley, bradley. no shade to him i'm sure he's a great yeah, guy no, brad, brad bradley brad bradley what a name what a name so anyway stop roasting brad <laughs> we like you brad we like you um this this cruise that they paid for everyone to go on um the ship was called the Rhapsody of the Seas. It was a Royal Carib- Caribbean cruise, Caribbean, whatever. It was going to be a week-long cruise. 2.5000 people would fit on this cruise, Dang which it. to me is anxiety-inducing. Yeah. Um to an extrovert like Amy, you wouldn't think that it would be that intimidating. That sounds like really fun. Like all the activities, all the new people to meet, blah blah blah. But Amy wasn't excited about it. She was kind of Nervous. Something was not right. She wasn't a fan of the ocean, but she was a great swimmer. Mm-hmm. Um, So it didn't sound like that fear should have been what was causing her anxiety. But that was what her family first assumed. Like, oh, I guess you just don't like the ocean? Is that is that what this is?
1: Maybe some intuition.
0: Maybe. Probably. Reminition. She didn't give any solid reasons. Yeah. Just like, eh, I don't know. I'm not excited. I mean, sometimes,
1: like, people get, like, a bad feeling about things before bad things happen.
0: Trust your gut, guys. Yeah. It's, yeah. It sounded... It sounded like um, it was. she talked herself out of the nerves because by the time they actually went, like the week or so before, she was actually excited. Um, she had gotten her hair done. She got her hair chopped off and dyed brown. Um, and she just got her nails done. Like she was really jazzed to go by the time they actually went. So I think it was the buildup, which she could have, if it was me, I would chalk it up to being nerves Of just the new experience. But I have social anxiety. I don't know if it sounded like she had social anxiety. I don't know. I don't know. Could have been anything. Could have been intuition. Could have been underlying fears of other things. I'm not sure. But by the time they left, she was excited. And she was talking to her friends about it. And her family about it. And she was going to send everybody postcards. She did send people postcards. Um, The itinerary for this cruise was they were going to leave from San Juan, Puerto Rico. They were going to stop in Aruba. Then they were going to go to Curacao, then St. Martin, and then they were going to return to Puerto Rico. That was the intended, um, map of destinations. Um, and they enjoyed their first day together. Like it was, it was super fun. They had a lot of nice meals. There's a lot of stuff to do on yeah. those big yeah. cruise ships. Um, they have
1: like all these activities planned and like, yeah, things you can go they've to. got
0: pool, they've got a pool, I mean, and they've got like clubs. They've got, I don't know, they've got a lot to do. Um, it, it is important to note that Amy did avoid the edges of the ship um, because she was afraid of heights. So she even, like, Brad was even like, hey, look over the side. Look how cool that is. And she was like, nah, man. No, I'm good. I'm, yeah, I'm good right here in the middle of the deck. Like, I don't want to do it. So that's, Im- that's, that's important for future reference. Um, then the day two of the cruise on the 23rd of March, they arrive in Aruba. And they get off the ship, they do a lot of shopping, they take a lot of pictures, they explore the island, they have lunch. It's, like, it's a good time. They're enjoying this, like, tropical environment. Um, Then they return to the ship later that afternoon, and they get all gussied up for dinner. Now, they had, the cruise line had a photographer there that was taking pictures of people throughout the time, especially during this, like, fancy dinner. Mm -hmm. And Amy... Got pictures taken with her family and then one with Brad and, and it was really nice. They were in dresses and suits and and, and it was nice. So um, di- after dinner, Amy and her brother, Brad, decided to go um, back to their room to get changed so that they can go hang out at the casino mm-hmm. and, you know, do things with people their own age instead sure. of hanging out with their parents the whole time. Um, when they left, though, uh, the waiter that was tending to the table approached uh ida and was asked where amy was he was like where's where's amy yeah mom had a real good intuition that she was like um why
1: yeah that's weird the waiter asked for her by name
0: yep weird -hmm. yeah where's amy where's your daughter and ida's like why do you why are you asking why do you know her name why do you care where she went she's not the one paying either like why are you why do you care wow um and the because she, she had noticed, too, and this is, like, you know, a mother's instinct. She had noticed that this waiter had been paying a weird amount of attention to Amy throughout the dinner, too, which is why it gave her real weird vibes mm-hmm. when he asked about her specifically. Interesting. So Ida, he, she asked why. He wanted to know. And the waiter responded and said um, that he and some of the other crew members wanted to take her out to Carlos and Charlie's, which is a bar in Aruba. I just want to go out. Have a good time. And Ron was like, uh, no no thanks <laughs> excuse me sir he was very yeah. uncomfortable with that response um also that night ida shortly after that she went to go collect all the photos that they took of the family from the cruise photographer um she noticed with the spread that he had set out with all everyone's pictures that every picture with amy in it who, was missing that's weird yeah it it is she's like um excuse me you took pictures of more than just you know, like you took pictures of, with Amy in it. And the cruise photographer was like, I don't know what happened, ma'am. I Like I left everything That's weird. spread out yeah. here. Like I don't know what yeah. could have what could have happened. So um, after going to the casino, Amy and Brad met back up with their parents on the pool deck. And when Ida gave her the message from the waiter and she was like, so this weird thing happened when you guys left. This is what the waiter said. Amy's response was, and I quote, they're creepy and I'm not going anywhere with them okay so she was like she had a read on the situation Mm -hmm. like she she's like uh no creep creeps nope not doing it that's super sketch so they all hung out and danced on the deck where there was the the cruises band was called the blue orchid and they were playing calypso music brad had a weird but fun night it sounds like he won a limbo contest good for him Uh, good, go Brad. Good job, Brad. Um, but he also danced with a married woman and got threatened by her husband. So oh. that was also, go Brad, go, Brad. Bradley. Bradley. <laughs> Watch yourself, sir. Watch yourself, Bradley. Um, he had mentioned uh, later, later on, he had mentioned that the Blue Orchid boarded the ship in Aruba with the dance crew. Um, and they had all been hired by the cruise line. I guess that's important if you want to track everybody's origin. Um. I regularly forgot that they were from Aruba, the the, yeah. the dance crew and the and the band. But I guess if you later later on, when you dissect who's probably responsible for what, it is kind of significant that they're all locals. Um they also the cruise line also hired a videographer named Chris Fenwick. And his job was to do a lot of, like, filming to record and then create a promotional video using clips specifically from this particular cruise. Um, So he actually filmed quite a bit of Amy's dancing that night, and um, she's seen throughout the night chatting with the band, specifically the bass player, Alistair Douglas, whose nickname is Yellow. And I don't have to tell you how lame that is. Um, Yellow. Yellow. It's not even catchy family like ace or anything like that like his names is alistair i would have called him ace my, na- my name's Green. green <laughs> it's green hi i'm purple he was bald he was heavier set i think he was a he seemed like a younger guy older than her but like not old he was the dj he was the bass player okay yeah yeah he um was also from Gren- Grenada, Grenada. so he seems fairly local okay. too um and brad remembers amy telling her that a- amy told him brad that the bass player yellow was hitting on her and was a quote real jerk oh so i mean she wasn't she clearly wasn't a fan um and it didn't sound like she was initiating any of the chats but she'd seen with him a lot so yeah. more on that later i guess um on the 24th no they did dan- they like hang out and party throughout the night early in the morning on the 24th the ship set sail for um Kira-Kau. and uh, around that time ron and ida are like okay we're gonna we're gonna go to bed we're real tired so you guys have fun so they go to bed and at about 1 a.m uh, Brad saw Amy talking with a couple of women he believed were Scientologists. <laughs> yeah, this is it. Investigators couldn't confirm the claim, and they didn't actually think it was relevant. I honestly, I don't know if I think it's relevant. What? Either. Yeah. Like, uh, did they were they talking about Scientology? Like, uh, I don't. Yeah. I don't know how he would know. Maybe they tried preaching to him too. Yeah. And yeah, he was yeah, like, yeah. "Get away!" Yeah. And then they're like, talking that away from." And Amy's nice enough to listen, and he's like, good grief, you Scientologist. I don't know. I don't know, but Brad felt it was important. To include that. To include that she was at 1 a.m. I guess, in my mind, it's important if you think of the timeline. Because at 1 a.m. is when he saw her t- talking to these women, right? Um, Brad and Amy were partying uh, more. Well, obviously, they were partying more than their parents. But they continued throughout, like, later into the morning. They went to the Viking Lounge, which was the cruise ship's actual dance club. So, like, dancing it sounded like mm-hmm. was happening everywhere, but mm-hmm. like this club was specifically that's where the band ended up moving and gotcha. stuff like that. Um, Chris happened to be recording a lot of that dance floor and took multiple videos of Amy dancing with Yellow. Oh, that's weird with Mister Mister Purple Green. Yeah, in the first video, they're dancing facing each other. In the second video amy is dancing near an elevator behind the crowd and in the third video third and fourth videos they're dancing together again much much closer like much more intimately she's basically grinding on him weird and he's holding one of her hands what? so it's like yeah i i'll talk about it later but i don't understand her behavior yeah that's interesting I don't know what she was taking throughout the night though either I don't mm-hmm. know how much she was drinking maybe okay. maybe it, it doesn't take much to forget that you thought he was a jerk earlier you know yeah. I don't know Yeah. Um, more on that later but Yellow claims that he and Amy parted ways around 1am in the dance club which is when Brad says he saw her talking to Scientologists women hmm. I don't know I don't know one of them is a little bit off maybe um, or Yellow just didn't see the Scientologists I don't know um, but he says that he went to the staff elevator, and he has no idea where she went after that, and he didn't see her, he claims.
1: He's a liar.
0: He's a big, fat one. Um, at 2.45 a.m., Ron wakes up. He, w- he wakes up a lot um, throughout the night. Understandably, I don't think I would be able to sleep well on a cruise ship. Um, but he woke, Ron woke up, and he saw that the kids weren't back in their room yet. And so he went to the Viking Lounge, and he saw Brad was dancing with a bunch of ladies on the first floor brad having a great time dancing on the first floor and then he looks up and he sees amy dancing well she's not really dancing she's talking to the band members on the second floor um also the club's dj like everybody doing the music she was chatting with them um ron didn't see anything alarming he figured that they were fine so he went back to bed i want to point out that yellow is in the band now, Ron wasn't specific because he has no reason to know this, which, what the full band is. Like, maybe he was, maybe Yellow was not up there while she was chatting with the band. But if Ron saw the full band, Yellow should have still been up there, and yet he claims to not have seen her. Yeah. After 1 a.m. But whatever, whatever. At 3.35 a.m., the lock system to the doors to their rooms has record of Brad entering their room. Five minutes later, Amy followed. So by 340, they were both in their room. Okay. They talked and smoked on the balcony. They were just unwinding from the night of, of having fun. Um, Amy mentioned to her brother, too, that she, while they were smoking, that she wanted to purchase more cigarettes in Curacao that day when mm-hmm. they go in later in the day. Um, Ron woke up while they were talking, and he was like, Amy, can you go turn off the bathroom light when you're done? Um, and she was like, "Yeah, sure." And then Brad decided to go to bed, but Amy wanted to stay on the balcony and get some fresh air because she was uh, feeling a little bit of motion sickness. Also, though, like who, again, who knows what she consumed throughout the night? Right. But her tummy was not well, so she she sat outside, and everybody else went to bed. Um, at 4:30 a.m., right around the time that the ship docked in Curacao, Ron woke up, glanced out his his balcony door thing saw amy's legs still in the balcony lawn chair and he was like okay she's still asleep everything's fine i'm gonna go back to bed i want to point out the intuition thing again Mm -hmm. because amy felt uncomfortable going on the cruise now dad keeps waking up Mm -hmm. and checking feeling the need to continue checking Mm -hmm. on her yeah i feel like there was an underlying feeling in a couple of the family members that something is not right something's Mm -hmm. gonna happen whether or not they were like consciously aware that that's right. what they were feeling, I think there's something to be said for Ron's uh, dad instinct of checking on her. Um. Anyway, okay. Fast forward a little bit to 6 a.m. About an hour and a half later, Ron notices that the balcony to the kids' room is now empty. Amy's gone. She's not there, and the sliding glass door was halfway opened. Her cigarettes and lighter were missing. And the shirt that she had been wearing all night was sitting on a chair inside her room. Apparently she had changed from shorts into jeans. Um, I'm assuming that they based that on what they saw missing from her belongings. Mm. I don't know if I look that closely at what my siblings pack. Maybe this is family's different. I don't know, but they somehow the, the parents were like, oh, she changed from shorts to jeans. Mm. She also all of her shoes were in the room. like she so she was barefoot. She was baref- wherever she was, she was barefoot. Um, she was, Amy was not the type to just wander. So Ron was like, it's weird that she didn't tell anybody yeah. where she was going. Um, but he tried not to panic right away. He decided to go ahead and check the deck. Maybe she went to lounge and take pictures. Maybe she didn't want to disturb anybody because we were all sleeping. Everyone had a late night. Right. Um, so he goes on the deck and doesn't find her. He doesn't find her. He runs into two college students though that, um, and he's like, have you seen, have you seen my daughter? I don't know, I can't seem to find her. And these two college kids uh, said that they saw Amy and Yellow riding up to the dance club in the ship's elevator at 6 a.m. that day. So, basically, the time that he looked for Amy was the time these college kids saw her walking out of the club with. Oh, that's so weird. With, um, yeah, with Yellow, which means he was minutes away mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. her leaving her room, um, which is, that's haunting. Um, they said... They then saw Yellow leave without her a few minutes later. Okay, so there was another witness um, that said that Yellow bought Amy a dark-colored drink around 6 a.m. when they went into the club.
1: Oh, did he?
0: Yeah, and then he left promptly.
1: Which oh, was did he?
0: Yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. Allegedly, yeah. So Ron continued to search. Couldn't find her. Mm-hmm. Around 7, so he's looking for an hour... Around seven, he goes back to his room and he finally t- is like, Ida, I can't find Amy. Don't know where she is. Don't know where she went. So both of them go to the ship's admin and report Amy missing. And they ad- they suspect foul play immediately because mm-hmm. it's just not in character for her to just leave. Yeah, Because, um, again, they're a super tight family. Like, she would have been like, hey, dad, I'm going to just go down to the deck. Hey, Brad, I'm going to go back to the Vikings. Yeah. Like, he- she would have said something. So they go to the admin and they're like, OK, uh, can you help us find her? Can we use the PA system to call her to come down here so we know where she is? It's not an unreasonable request. Like most places would do that. This crew, however, refused because Excuse it was me? they said it was too early to no. dis- to disturb other guests. What? Mhm. And she's an adult, so they're like, "It's not this isn't urgent. Why are you wasting our time? We're not going to." They didn't say this, but this was the attitude in which they I said it. They're like, it? "No, we don't want to disturb the other guys." backpedaled after, yeah. Mm, just wait, just wait. I don't, don't trust cruise ships. Don't. Mm. So at seven fifty, I guess it wasn't too early anymore because at seven fifty, a crew member used the loudspeaker and requested that Amy return to the admin desk. The crew were about to let they were about to let the passengers off at Curacao um but the Bradleys begged them not to they were like can we wait until we find her before you let people off the ship because what if something happened to her and you're just letting everyone go yeah and they're like no no we're not gonna we're not gonna do that we're not gonna do that she's 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 fine she's fine we're not we're not gonna prevent guests from leaving the ship um they, she, they, mm, I just, they'd refuse, they refused. They refused. So, at the time, at that time, they didn't record who left ships. They only recorded who got on the ships. Now, Royal Caribbean's a lot more thorough. They probably have to be. Yeah. I, I would uh, yeah. assume that they would be sued uh, if something, yeah. like, yeah. So, um, in 1998, though, unfortunately... They lo- the Bradleys lost everything. So they, like, let everybody go. They have no idea who left the ship. They have no idea. They have no idea in what state everyone was in right. when they left the ship. There was no sense of urgency with this crew either.
1: They probably had no training on a situation. I mean, maybe, like, minimal.
0: Yeah. They, you know. Well, they're all about reputation. So yeah. the minute the Bradleys mentioned – this is this part's speculation because I don't actually know what conversation transpired – I'm assuming, based on this entire story, that the minute the Bradleys were like, our daughter might have been kidnapped, please don't let anyone leave. Their thought was, if there's a kidnapping on our cruise ship, we could be destroyed. like our reputation would be destroyed. right? People would think that we're unsafe. No, we're not gonna we're not that's gonna let ba- that happen. that. Yeah, yeah exactly.. Yeah. A- have you ever seen Logan lucky? Very good movie. Daniel Craig is a treasure and oh, Adam yes. driver. Yeah. They're very oh, good. They yeah. they're Hilarious. Yeah. It's based on like a West Virginia. It's a true story. They like robbed a, a, a uh, NASCAR racing site. Mm-hmm. Really funny. It's a, hilarious. There's a, a, an aspect of the story though, that takes place in a prison and the prison warden has a very like, we don't have fires here. We don't have escapes <laughs> here. He's like yeah. so determined to mm-hmm. maintain the reputation of that prison. He's like, we don't have that here. That's exactly, this whole case, like, Royal Caribbean is giving off that vibe. Dwight Yoakam plays him. Everybody go watch that movie right now. So good. But, yeah, it's like, that's the whole time I was thinking, I was like, they don't have kidnappings at Royal Caribbean. They don't. They just, they don't. don't. How could they? they? they, no. No, they're too upstanding of a company to have. Human nothing, trafficking. Nothing and bad kin- has ever
1: happened no. on a Royal Caribbean cruise no. ever in the history of Royal Caribbean cruises. No. And nothing will ever happen. No. Because they maintain the utmost standard. Yes.
0: They are the standard. My gosh, I was so it just infuriated the entire time with this cruise line. It so this reminds
1: me of the, I don't know, the, <laughs> listen, <laughs> we probably both have ADHD <laughs> and like, you know, we're going to. We're gonna, gonna sidetrack go a little we're go bit. On tangents. We'll, we'll circle back. Don't worry. But anyway, mm-hmm. there's the catching the killer nurse. Did you see that documentary? Oh, <gasps> we should definitely review that one. Yeah. yeah. But like, basically, the hospital. Like, they they had evidence that Doesn't there was happen like a murderer, here. a fucking killer in the hospital, and they were like, mm,
0: we don't have yeah. murders here. We don't, we don't do that. We don't, we don't tolerate that. We don't tolerate that. No, but so we're it, not gonna tell anybody. Yeah.
1: We're definitely not gonna report it. mm Hmm
0: yep they're the same they're the same as royal crew that's yeah. insane it's insane what's even weirder let's just talk about yellow for a second so brad yellow. he was he was on staff he was the band in the band right brad went back to the pool deck after everyone's gone right they have all this space to search not that they feel like they're going to be productive because everybody's gone whoever could have taken her probably took her off the right, ship with right, them right, right. Um, But they search anyway, they're like, whatever, they're giving us free reign of the ship while everyone's off, we might as well take advantage. Brad looks on the pool deck for Amy, and while he's up there looking for her, Yellow comes up to him, and he says, I'm real sorry about what happened to your sister. How would he know? He said, I feel real guilty. And Brad's like, no one said she was missing. They wouldn't let us say she was missing. They let us announce that she needed to come to the admin desk, but no one on the, on the None of them should have known that Amy Lynn Bradley a, was missing. Red Huge red flag. Huge red flag. No one knew. It wasn't announced. Everyone was still looking, too. Like, they didn't even confirm, oh, she's definitely missing. Because they're still looking inch to inch of this ship. Um, yeah, so Brad was a little taken aback. Also, this is the guy her sister just told him was a jerk. And he's coming up saying how bad he feels about Amy. Brad's like, oh, <laughs> okay. Well, he knows what happened
1: to her. It, clearly, sure.
0: clearly, yes. So the staff of the cruise ship told the Bradleys to wait in their room for the chief of security. And he took his sweet time to get there. And he asked them a few questions. He requested a few photos of Amy. You know, that's standard stuff. Um, Brad said the security guy smelled like bourbon the whole time he was talking to them. Oh, So he really takes his job seriously. Uh like, high-quality law enforcement right there. Mm-hmm. Um, they're really pulling off the highest-quality staff they possibly can at okay. Royal Caribbean. Well. <sighs> so, between 12.15 and 1, that afternoon, Royal Caribbean staff searched the common and crew areas, but they didn't search the passengers' rooms. Now, I want to take an aside for a second and remind you of the search for Chris Kramers and Lisanne Froome and how they only searched trails. hmm well, we know if those girls got lost in the jungle and died, they're probably... Getting lost means you're deviating from the trail. So maybe don't, don't search the obvious places. The same with this. They're, they're looking in the areas that guests usually are. Well, if she's missing, maybe she's probably in a place that guests shouldn't be. Like other people's rooms right. or crew areas. Yes. Or storage areas. Like so many other areas. Only the convenient spaces did they search. OK, it got me the same kind of fired up as as that Panama case. So upset. They basically the crew, they reached a point where they were like, so we were super thorough we didn't find her. Sorry about that. And then they were done. The Bradleys were like, can we send flyers out? They're like, uh, I don't know. I think that would upset the guests. We don't wanna Heaven forbid. Guests. Yeah. And the Bradleys are like, how are people going to know she's missing and to keep an eye out for her? While we're finishing this cruise, and they're like, eh, "That's ju- I don't know. That's just real upsetting to see that a girl's missing this on our ship." Wild. Yes, so they said, "Nah, we're not gonna we're not gonna let you pass off flyers with your daughter's face on it. That's not that's not something that, that we could do." Wild. The captain of the ship told them he believed she was in Kurekau, and not even on the ship at all. And he really pushed for them to go search in town. They're like, "Oh, the, the captain! The captain! He was like, do not 'Why don't why don't you just go go.'" Just go with the rest of the passengers and look there. Maybe she went into town without you. Maybe she just, you know. Literally,
1: what is the harm in looking?
0: Seriously. He basically pushed them everywhere but the ship to look and encouraged them to do everything but stay on the ship. And they were, so, uh, understandably, this family is super upset with this crew. They're upset with how everything is being handled. Um,
1: well, yeah, and you would, like, feel insane. And they
0: immediately were, were like, talking to the royal caribbean lawyer too like it it was like immediate they were like security guard lawyer like that's the direction they're going they did not care about finding amy at all don't trust don't trust royal caribbean guys yeah here's the card for my lawyer he's the worst so mike mccord he's a real gent he was ron's boss he was with them when all of this happened and he's pretty like he sounds like a pretty bigwig at this insurance company Ron works at too. So he joined them in the search, and he also paid for their hotel in Curacao so that they can stay longer to search for. He was super helpful. Go Mike! Shout out to you, buddy. I didn't do any background information on him other than he worked with Ron. But he was he was super. Help- he was like the only one at that point helping them try to that find their so kids. Yeah. So at six thirty p.m. the ship departed for Saint Martin. Without the Bradleys. And,
1: like, the, the whole... Like, the tragedy of this whole thing, besides, obviously, that Amy is, like, missing, is that this was, like, a, supposed to be, like, a thing that the, he won. Mm-hmm.
0: Like it was vacation. a fun family yeah. trip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. God. Yeah. Yeah. It's incredibly, incredibly upsetting. And the ship just left. Left them. With no backup. No, nothing. Like, they didn't care. She wasn't a liability. They didn't want the liability. So awful. they're, like... Well, you can stay in Kirikau and keep looking for her. We're just going to continue so you don't ruin everyone else's day, okay? <laughs> just keep your problems keep, far away from us. <laughs> keep your sadness to yourself. <laughs> These people are trying to have a vacation over here. <laughs> <laughs> ah, It's so upsetting. So the 26th, March 26th, at 6 a.m., they do air and sea searches to look for her. They, like, pull out the works. They're, like, in helicopters, scuba teams, all, all kinds of stuff. She's been missing for 24 hours. Um oh, no. At that oh. point. So they also contacted the FBI. Mm-hmm. They got literally everyone involved. Uh, that I mean, can it's good that they're physically. Like
1: moving, moving fast. On they're it, not
0: right? messing around. Yeah. And Mike was helping them like orchestrate yeah. all this. It was like they needed, since they were not getting what they needed from the cruise we're, line. They're
1: also like an international waters. Like, the, I wonder if that complicates Which things.
0: makes it, it tricky. There's a lot of criticism that the Bradleys gave the FBI late after the fact. Like, you guys didn't do enough. Um, and I want to be sympathetic to the family. I don't want to besmirch the family at all. But the FBI's hands were tied. Yes, some of the this, this crew members were probably American. Right. But they're in international waters. Right. And even when they docked, they were not in America. Right. So how much could they actually do? You know? Mm-hmm. I don't personally, and I'm not, you know, involved like the Bradleys are. Maybe that my perspective is a little different, but I don't think I blame the FBI as much as they did for not doing enough because um, there's there's like a serious this is why it's scary like if something happens to you on a cruise literally no one will help you because they can't or they won't like the cruise line won't but like the fbi there's only so much only so much if people aren't willing to help them they can't force them
1: that's crazy yeah
0: so but they did i, I guess they did what they could they searched for they tracked down that ship again and the fbi demanded to speak to the captain and, um, again, keep in mind, the international waters' jurisdiction's tr- tricky. So it was literally only at the mercy of the cruise line that the FBI were able to do interviews. Those poor agents must have gotten so frustrated. And they, like, there's only so much, for lack of a better word, there's only so much bullying that they can do to right. get answers. Right. Like, they can't put too much pressure because right. they have no, no right to. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Their positions mean nothing. Um, so, yeah, they needed, inform- they needed permission to board the ship, and then they needed permission to interrogate people or interview people. The Royal Caribbean only let two agents on board. They're like, mm, yeah, I realize you've got an investigation to do, but, again, because this is so upsetting, we can only have two of you on, on deck. They're like, okay, well, those two brought search dogs. To search the entire ship it, again. I
1: mean, that's the best thing that's happened it is. so far. It is. It's the
0: most progress. Yeah. But think about it. They have docked in at least two places since she's gone missing. Which means there's so no trace of her left on the boat. Right. Like, but props to them. They brought the dogs anyway, just in case. Um, that's when the FBI presence was there intimidating them. That's when the staff finally started passing out flyers to the other guests. Like, here, this girl went missing a day have ago, you have you seen her? Since we've docked twice, and she's probably long gone. Yeah, here's here's what she looks like. Not a whole lot was recovered through the search, which we figured, you know. Um, and she was still missing when the ship sailed back to San Juan at the end of the uh, week-long cruise. On the 29th, um, authorities officially ended their search because they didn't fi- find any sign of her, and again, they didn't. There's not much more that they could actually do. Um, in April, very quickly after the family created a website and they posted like these mo the most heartbreaking pleas for answers. like they didn't even sound like they wanted the people punished they who took her. To they just wanted to know where she was yeah. and they wanted her home. That was That's it. Awful. Yeah, you can't
1: imagine.
0: So at that devastating note, we're gonna end this part one and end on a sweeter note with the treats. And then the next part two. Tune in for part two, which will come out next week. We left you on a cliffhanger. We guys. left you on a cliffhanger because then I'm going to pick up with the all of the sightings and theories. Yep. So much and more I am, information. I'm like, ready to dive into this. Too. On the edge of your seat. Okay. Are you excited okay. about what I brought. I am so stoked.
1: Okay, this is actually a treat. I feel like because um, like I I realized that I was getting some treats that are like kind of just local to like where we
0: live, mm-hmm. and I
1: want like everyone to be able to try the treats.
0: We got to be inclusive. We have to be inclusive.
1: So. I found a nice <gasps> old fashioned staple with a twist.
0: Swedish fish,
1: Swedish fish tails.
0: Oh, so Two it's like
1: flavors in one. So it's like your it's like your regular old Swedish fish Classic. except they're different flavors so okay you know that's
0: so much more interesting than regular swedish fish i'm I, do you like regular swedish I, fish? i do i yeah. do
1: so you know i'm judging it based on like Carol you know regular swedish fish but i'm i'm curious you know there's so many like different things at the store with like new flavors or new twists and like mm-hmm. we'll be the judge okay we'll be the judge okay All right, are you ready these are
0: big boys
1: are they let me see
0: unless is that how normal they size? are is that how big are normal swedish fish
1: we need a comparison fish. No, these yes. are like double Those double decker. Well, fish. they got to
0: fit all that flavor in there, I guess. Okay, let me take a picture of the inside first and stay tuned on our Instagram. We'll post We'll post the uh, what they looked like so you can get some of your own. Oh, I want to try that blue and red one too. Okay. All right, ready? Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> some ASMR chewing here. <laughs> I like those better than yeah. regular Swedish fish. I gotta be honest. How many skulls do you think?
1: I'll tell you what. Mm-hmm. I wish this, the flavor was a little stronger.
0: Okay, so four, maybe? Yeah. Maybe Honestly, four like, skulls?
1: Uh, like, they're good. Like, I want an, I'm want i reaching <laughs> yeah. in for another one. Yeah, same. It's, it, the the flavor is so subtle. Mm-hmm. Do you notice that?
0: Maybe a three and a half. Yeah, I don't know, three or four.
1: I'd probably choose this over the regular Swedish fish, though.
0: Oh, hands down, yeah. Especially that green one was good. Yeah, no, I agree.
1: Yeah, it could be made better, but it's still a good snack. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with like a three and three and a half.
0: I think that's reasonable. Give them give them space to grow.
1: I'm gonna give them three skulls and a little fish skeleton.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, which is is that that's above a, an acorn. Yeah. Right. Okay. So our first rating was three skulls and an acorn. Now we've got three skulls, and a, a fish, tiny skeleton. Gummy fish
1: skeleton. Yeah,
0: I like it. I like it. That was great. That was a great way to end the episode.
1: All right, y'all. <laughs> We'll okay so we're wrapping we'll up this one week with the uh, part two
0: please review like subscribe share do whatever you need to do
1: hey and you should like tell us if you try our treats
0: yeah please yeah follow us on Ooh, instagram different flavor i know is it the green one yeah yeah that was my favorite one yeah
1: the other one i had was not as good oh that might change my rating
0: should we go up to four see the green one i would give a four the green one which is watermelon apple i would give that one a four skulls good.
1: everyone try these
0: please yeah and let us know what you think um also if you want us to talk about specific cases follow us on instagram cookies and crime podcast and like tell us what do we what do you want us to talk about we're actually going to also start reviewing true crime documentaries we're, we're at some point this is going to be we're a getting, yeah
1: we're getting list. thanks hey thanks for listening we're getting like yes. several more listeners and we um we're growing. We appreciate that. Like, thanks
0: for yeah.
1: listening. We're to not just talk about nonsense.
0: It's it's really nice to to feel that we're not just talking to ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> because I mean that would be fun too, but it's really we would it, still talk. it's we would still talk. It's really satisfying to know that other people are listening and actually enjoying it. So thank you guys for listening. Please do what you can like, to subscribe. Yeah. Comment. Leave us a review wherever you can. I think Apple Podcasts lets you leave reviews Spot- I spotify, spotify might yep um yeah and stay tuned for our part two see you next time okay bye, bye.